Aloha, Starshine. Aloha, sunshine. Two weeks in a row I've got yes, you here with me. and aloha, listeners. Or maybe we're really recording two episodes in one night. You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have some music. Although we appear to be drunk already. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Um, and that's okay. We played a little skip heller last week, and we're playing a little bit more this week. But I've got the device on random. We like skip. And, and we'll see what happens. Our drink this week... Oh, and actually, for those of you who have never joined us before, and I know I say this all the time, but we are the Zantiki Lounge, the dimly lit tiki bar that lives in your head. So whether or not you have the time to go to a tiki bar and drink with your friends and family or Aunt Helen... Mm, who has time to do that? Not everybody does. Although I'd you, like to meet your Aunt Helen. My Aunt Helen is a spicy old broad. You would like her. I thought you were just making up the name. No, she had a fish tank that was actually in the floor of her home, and somehow she just expected kids to avoid it. Well, you know, that's what you get with crusty ants that don't have kids of their own. That's true. She did not... Well, she had kids, but they were moved out long time, Ah. and so she had literally uh, a fish tank that was built into the ground, and you would look down into it, Mm -hmm. but it was in an area where you could walk around. It was actually a very cool thing, but of course... how did you get to it to clean it and stuff? Did the top come off? She get it from the side? I mean, can't get it from the side. No, 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 no. It didn't have a top. You could literally reach into the water. Oh, oh. It was as if there was like a pond in the middle of her living room. Oh, well, that's hard to resell the house afterwards, it was isn't very, it? It was very cool. But anyway, and so every time we'd have a holiday, a baby would fall in it or something like that. Awesome. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we're the dimly lit tiki bar that lives in your head. And uh, you can tune in for the tiki, the shenanigans, the cocktail, the music, or just tune in because you love to hear our voices. Idiots talking. Idiot, drunk idiots talking. Yeah. The drink we're enjoying this week is a hot coffee grog, and it could not be more simple. I love coffee. Get yourself some nice Kona or Colombian coffee, something strong that has a good amount of flavor. Put it in about an ounce and a half of your favorite rum. I am using the Montagna Gold or Oro rum because it has some caramely and coffee goodness kind of notes to mm-hmm. it and, it, and it pairs really well with coffee drinks. Throw in an ounce and a half of that, um, and then you can you can do other add-ins. And uh, to do a true coffee grog, you got to have a little bit of cinnamon there. So I use some uh, fresh cinnamon syrup which is really easy to make. You just he take a peeled cup. the bark from his own tree. No, 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 no. A cup a <laughs> cup a cup of sugar, a cup of water and um, you, you simmer that with a couple of crushed cinnamon sticks and then strain out the cinnamon and there you go. You're turning up the volume on me not so you don't no, want to hear me anymore. No, 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 I turned it down actually. Oh, okay. This next song was just louder. And um, anyway, so you use a little bit of, like a, a half an ounce of the cinnamon syrup. And then um, I like when I do a coffee grog to use fresh whipping cream with like some uh, bourbon vanilla extract That's in good. it. good. And then just float that on top. And it's always a good drink. Mm. This is a damn tasty drink. You like it? And normally I do not like hot drinks at all. But that one is tasty. I'll drink that every day. Okay, well. Preferably at work. Could you? I know. Could you just? <laughs> could you just imagine drinking this uh, alcoholic coffee beverage like while at the computer at work on a rainy day? You know or... what? I I have been at my job for almost eleven years, so I think I have proved my trustworthiness. It's about <laughs> time that I can put an alcoholic coffee beverage in a travel coffee mug yes. and drink so, it at work. So you can be the the lady that everyone knows about that yes. keeps a bottle of rum under her desk yes. and. I've established trustability. That's not even a word, but I've <laughs> Have established Have you really it. been there for 11 years? 11 years on November 1st. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that is something when anyone can say they've been at any job for any length of what time What is amazing days. is that before that I worked at the other place for almost seven years, and you would think that I would... Yeah. It makes me sound old, but... Uh, you're ancient yes. by, by, by some measures. Well, listeners, thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. We hope that you're going to drink a cocktail while you listen to the show. We have just a smidge, just a little titch of uh, listener mail this week, and we're going to head on over to that. And then, well, we've got the rest of the show, and uh, I believe plenty of things to discuss this week. So hang on. All day and stare at that sack. The mail sack? The mail I hope sack. that's the sack you're talking about. Any sack. We just have one tiny little email this week. We really <laughs> didn't get is, anything else. It, uh, it says Aloha ZTL. A few weeks or maybe months ago, and actually I I I um edited this email because it was a little longer, but it didn't make sense. And so Tiki Joe, I'm sorry if I left out something that you wanted me to discuss, but I didn't think so. Right back, Tiki Joe, if that's the case. A few weeks or maybe months ago, Sunshine said he wanted listeners to send in suggestions for what they would like to hear on the show. Okay. 
My suggestion is you go back to making fun of religion like you used to way back in the first few years of the show. Oh, we can do that. Well, now, and oh, signed Tiki Joe. So, you know, it's not that uh, we don't want to make fun mm. of religion. I guess maybe we just, you know, we, we said our piece about how we all feel about religion and then we maybe got over it. I guess we all pretty much feel the same about religion, too, which kind of makes it. That's true. We do not have any polar views Tiki Here. Joe, why don't you send us a religious topic you'd like us to debate? Mm. I think that actually That'd be sounds... be a good idea. I think that sounds very fair because... Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll just say this. Um, we we all here in the lounge, uh, myself and Starshine and, and Kehlani and uh, Pumpkin, we are all of the non-religious believer type people. Yes. And uh, we all... Be- I think we all have a bit of a spirituality. I think we all, in some degree, maybe... Um, we, we believe in the universe and nature. And, I believe and all, that there's a God, but I just don't believe anything else. Yeah. And, and, and well, here, I'll, I'll kind of sum it up for me. I personally believe that life is just too amazing to have just happened. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that uh, we need to continue going around uh, like the Romans and Greeks, as wonderful as they were, and, um, and continue to believe made-up stories uh, about uh, the sun god and, and what do you have it. Because we've all dismissed that as poppycock. But they're great stories. I think that... And how long is it until we finally dismiss the Bible as just a great story? Oh, uh, we all got to get in some big old war again to do that. Probably. Um, probably. I don't know. I don't believe that whoever created us would think that, I mean, would want us to break off into six different, 20 different religions and fight with each other about it. I think that's kind of a narrow-minded view. And not it. very productive. No, 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 not at all. So there, so Tiki Joe, there you go. You kind of spurred a little bit of, uh, of of conversation there. and um, Send us a topic. Yeah, so give us something more specific yeah. to go with. Now, and listeners, you can send us topics every week. We don't mind debating. But... No, we don't. Uh, if you'd like to send us an email of some kind, please send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. We'll talk about pretty much anything. And just know that if you send something to us, we will probably discuss it on the show. So mm-hmm. just, just be warned. Yes. Um, now also you can send notes to us by going on Facebook and going to the Zentiki Lounge page and you can send direct messages to Sunshine and Starshine and Kehlani. Uh, we love to hear from you. Just don't look for Pumpkin because Facebook hates Pumpkin and she's not on there and it won't let her have a profile and we don't really understand that. Her, she's on there under Grace Noel and it just doesn't well, make did, any... Did you try Pum and Ken? <laughs> no, I didn't try that. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what I should hear. Let me just have some more coffee grog. You could do P-U-M and then Pukin as her last name. Pumpkin. <laughs> All right, I'll try that, and then maybe we'll finally get uh, maybe we'll finally get uh, pumpkin on the Facebook. Okay, so you know how to get a hold of us. <clears throat> I need to have a little bit more coffee grog, and then I'm going to dig up this week's uh, list of show topics. And I have something very special for Starshine. I hope it's a suppository. Uh, it's not. <laughs> Listener, Starshine was just telling me what it is that she's doing for her 11th, 11th wedding anniversary. Tell, tell, tell the listeners, what, what are you doing? I'm going to go see WWE Raw at the pond. <laughs> of course. The Who under- wouldn't? The Undertaker might be on. He might be. I love the Undertaker. Uh, he's not dead yet? No, but he is like 45 and looks like his hips hurt. Oh, but he's my yeah. favorite. And listeners, I do apologize for not playing uh, music more music through the mail segment, but I totally forgot. Yeah, because we're drunk. Yeah, we Oh, are. and then the next day, listeners, to on our actual anniversary, which is Saturday, we're going to Farrell's. And, okay, now, Farrell's is a Southern California joint, so if you're not familiar with it, it's it's like uh, it's like the ice cream palace that they went to in Bill and Ted's it Excellent Adventure. It is the Adventure. ice cream palace. For, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, where you can be a piggy and eat the trough. And, yes, and yeah. get the giant, to the what do you call it? The, the, the one they bring out on a stretcher. In a, in a sink. Yeah, the sink, the, the, the kitchen, kitchen sink. sink. Mm-hmm. When I was little, it was very popular, because I used to live in Torrance, and there was one in Torrance, and you used to have all your birthdays there. And my favorite, which I don't think they do anymore, is they had a volcano. Actually, because they're like, not allowed to have sparklers indoors anymore. Oh, is it? But then yeah. you would have hot fudge that came out of it and stuff. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, the good old days. Well, now Farrell's is back, and there's a couple of them, mm-hmm. and you're going to go to one, yeah? We went in March when it opened. My sister and little senator and um, my sister's little demon. 
Um, we went and it was so, it was fun, but it was so loud that I literally had a migraine and I don't get really? usually get Like it. It because was, of screaming and stuff? Well, or? and every fucking 10 minutes they have that stretcher and when they bring the stretcher out with the ice cream, they, they have sirens that go off. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was, uh, so, but they have a patio, so we'll sit on the patio. <laughs> we'll go to the, the ice, ambience. we'll go to the ice cream place and eat on the I'll patio. Eat on the patio. Now I have something special for you. You do. I do. This is all. This is as a thank you for for coming to Tiki Oasis and being such a great room host with, pretty much with your, me. Your bitch for two days. Well, you, but and you did a great job at it. You were great at decorating the room. And hey, listeners, you know, for those of you who just started listening to the show, for the you know two of you, um, <laughs> Tiki of Oasis you. is the big party in August that happens every year. And there's a lot of other Tiki weekend events, but Tiki Oasis is the I'm big already one. Looking forward to next year. And and we go and we put on a room party and we invite people in and we make drinks and we have all kinds of fun and then we try. To to go to other people's room parties went to room parties called heaven and hell this year yes and uh and hell was so much better hell was definitely better i want to thank a better listener. organized the line was better <laughs> <laughs> yes the line to hell was very organized it totally was uh and the drinks flowed more freely in hell yes you would think though yes um so th- i made this for you right after we got back from tiki oasis oh and it's, it's lovely and it's my favorite picture of you me and kehlani at the tiki bar in the hotel room at the party should i put it up at work you can, you absolutely can, and then and then they gave away necklaces at Tiki yes. Oasis, and I used the necklaces to make a border on your picture frame, and I it's cut apart beautiful. one of our lays and used that as the flowers. I am going to look at it while we do the podcast now. Mm. It is beautiful. Well, I'm glad you like it. Yes, I do. Um, ooh, I'd... I always like people who give me pictures because a lot of times I'm too lazy to put them in frames myself. You know what? I'm the same way. Yeah, so it's nice when somebody gives me a frame picture of. You know, it doesn't well, especially when they don't choose a shitty picture. Yes. I mean... <laughs> that is a very good picture of all of us. <laughs> maybe, yeah, but... maybe I'll also frame the picture of us going to the Sound of Music sing-along last weekend just as nuns. And how would we do a frame for that? Uh, I'll think of Bible, something. Bible, and you can put it on the Bible, or... I'll think... Oh, I, oh, I can... Decorate it with crosses I can think, or something? I can think of some things. Yes. But those so, are always good I've been gifts. meaning to give that to you for a while. Thank you. Now... Uh, you're familiar with what a cocktail party is, right? I love cocktail parties, and, and we've the, talked about this before. Yes, and the listeners are probably familiar with us trying to tell them to have cocktail parties, but I, I just have to say it again because the cocktail party is still... Well, okay, you know how some animals are on the endangered species list and mm-hmm. some are just on the watch list? Yes. Well, the cocktail party is on death watch. Yes, because it's worse than the endangered species but maybe list. With it's Mad on death Men watch. Being so popular, it'll come back. And I'm hoping mm-hmm. because there was a time in American history, and and it was a wonderful time where the after dinner, the after lunch, the after breakfast, the after work cocktail, <laughs> the after anything cocktail was just something that you did. The during work or, cocktail. Yes, you would have you would go to lunch and have cocktails at lunch and go straight back to work and drive. You know, now, since- I'm not promoting the driving and drinking thing. No. That that is something that as a society we need to have matured and moved on and not do. But you were going to say I was going to say that since pumpkin gypped us a cocktail party, that maybe we can force Kaylani to have a cocktail party. Maybe we can. Yes. And and a cocktail party is so easy, people. And and people say like, oh, you know, you know, you see someone, you go, oh, I haven't seen you in so long. Have a freaking cocktail party. It costs very little. Mm-hmm. And you don't. All it is is a couple of snacks and a couple of drinks. It doesn't have to have a theme. It doesn't have to do anything. Just whatever you do, don't turn the TV on. Yeah, just you sit around and you chat. You do. Whether it's you know people who are just gossiping and now. I believe that it's really important when having a cocktail party to invite the wild card. Now, the wild card can be a couple of different things. Mm -hmm. You're going to invite the core group of people that you always want to have somewhere, right? Yes. But you need to invite a wild card. Now, the wild card could be, um, you know, sometimes you have that friend who's always dating somebody new. Mm -hmm. That could be the wild card. The wild card could also be somebody that um, you know... Causes friction in the group. Yes. But it's it's that safe kind of friction that you're just like, oh, I wonder how that'll go. Yeah. So you can invite that kind of Usually person. Usually someone that has quite conservative political views yeah. for the rest of us. <laughs> yes, we can, in, we can invite like a religious nut job. Yes. Like that would really be a good wild card for our cocktail parties. Yeah. But yeah, you got to have a wild card. Somebody who's going to help stir conversation, but... It, you're not inviting to make fun of them because the intent is not to have somebody have a bad time. The intent is to spur conversation and shenanigans. 
And no matter should, what age um, you are. We should uh, make Kehlani have a cocktail party and then do those stupid, um, even though we all have known each other for 20 years, <laughs> those stupid uh, conversation cards where you, you go up to somebody and you read the question, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be funny. Like, because we, well, will we be pretending that we don't know each other or? Well, you know, you might not know what, I mean. Well, actually, it, that's true. We may not know everything about each yeah. other. And all of our conversations do turn into pee and poo talk. It could be something stupid like what you, you know, I don't even know your favorite color. You don't know my favorite color? I would assume it's, it's green. Like green. It's green. Well, what's mine? Blue. No, I hate blue. Oh, I don't know. Is it brown? It's red or pink. Oh. <laughs> I should have known it was pink because you always ask for the damn pink mug. <laughs> damn it. I'm actually See? very I'm actually very bad with favorite colors. And but, um, or even like, you know, asking people what their middle names are. I know what yours is and I know you don't like it. I shared, hate it. Do not But do you know mine? Uh, no. It's Elizabeth. <laughs> okay. See, but that would be something that yes. you could ask people. Starshine Elizabeth Hasselback. Yes, Hasselback. <laughs> McGillicuddy. My middle name is horrible. Don't say it. Um, I will not say it. I, do, I believe so, that I have not shared that with a lot of people. So people, not only is this going to be a slogan on our next t-shirt, Save the Cocktail Party, but um, you need to have one. Come on. And... It, Kehlani's it, having one, I've decided. And it doesn't have to be even on a Friday night. Friday, Saturday nights are good. Mm -hmm. um, if you're a, a non-religious group especially, have it on Saturday night. Then yeah, everybody can baby. sleep in the next day. Who cares? Um, cocktail parties are also fun because, uh, well, you get a chance to drink all that fine liquor that you may not get around to, uh, that you've gotten as a gift or what have you. Um, all that spice rum we tried last week. Mm -hmm. you know, if and, and I do this. Sometimes when I have a plethora of alcohol that... Um, Okay, so for example, I'm, I'm a tiki guy, and so I like a lot of rum. Yes. But sometimes people, as gifts, buy me a lot of alcohol that is not rum. Yes. And then I don't really drink it so much. Or, you but know, it's nice to I, mix it up. Like, I it like is. vodka, and you don't never make anything with uh, vodka. Not very so often. A cocktail party. But if, yes, but if I have a cocktail party, I will, I will forego the tiki drink sometimes, mm -hmm. and maybe we'll do, you know, Cosmos or vodka drinks or mm -hmm. tequila drinks and things like that, and that helps me go through that alcohol that people buy me sometimes that it's perfectly good alcohol. It's yes. just not my bag, not you know? Um, and I'm looking up there, and I've got quite a bit of tequila right now, and, um, and actually... Tequila and I do get along. I like a good margarita. Um, and somebody got me a bottle of the Cabo Wabo Silver, and that is a damn good tequila. Mm -hmm. It is very smooth, and I have made a couple of margaritas with it when, like, strawberries are fresh, and you freeze them, and then you throw them in the blender. Of with course, the... Martha Stewart. Well, anyways. Yes, fresh <laughs> Nantucket strawberries. Nantucket strawberries. <laughs> I had them flown in specially. <laughs> Martha uh, Stewart brings them to you. So, uh, naked. naked. Nude. She brought them to me nude. Naked. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so there you go. Anyway, so have a cocktail party. It's not It's not a hard thing to do and it's you know it doesn't have to be a big deal what other parties are we planning this year we have the halloween well the halloween party, party is coming. we're having an ugly sweater party yeah the holiday halloween or and, the holiday ugly sweater party and we want to have an 80s new year's an 80s new year's yeah. yes uh, harlow already said that she would do the ugly sweater party at her parents house oh very good yes very good and so, see you just plan your plan your parties ahead of time people we just need a thanksgiving cocktail party I think. Yeah, why not? Yes, I mean, I probably could do that. I will be happy to make appetizers made from leftover turkey. Mm, that's that's what we could do. Yes. <laughs> a leftover cocktail party. Yes. <laughs> that would, no, that's actually really awesome. You have it a couple days after Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. and you, we pick, you pick somebody's out. See, there's so many things you can do for a cocktail party where you can keep it cheap. So if you're doing a leftover cocktail party, you tell everybody like two or three weeks ahead of time, mm -hmm. and you say, make more than you need of something. And then bring it to the cocktail party and turn it into something we else. We can um, buy those little uh, pastry, little puff, not puff things, but they're little cups. Mm -hmm. And you can just fill them with leftovers. You can do the yeah, turkey like leftover. Stuffing. Yes, yeah, stuffing, stuffing cups. cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Actually, we need to... We need to write this down or we're going we're gonna to totally forget. write it on my arm right now. Um, so anyway, save the cocktail party. Now, um, uh, now to be a little more tiki, um, Starshine, I want to, and actually we, we are able to um, you know, play this for the listeners, and I will let you do it here. There is a new app on my iPhone that I am just in love with, I'm mm -hmm. enamored with. It's tiki. Okay. And it is called Tiki Bar. And, uh, well, basically you are the bartender. And see, the music that you're hearing now, listeners, is the Tiki Bar app. All right. And now, all you have to do is hit play there. So mm -hmm. hit play. 
and um, you serve drinks to the people at the bar, and they they converse back and forth with you, and they leave you tips. It's dark in there. Okay, so now go ahead and touch the girl who just. Uh, so you touch the patron. So now pour, is pour, no pour. So pour the turn the iPhone to pour it. See, it pours it. It pours the ingredient into the glass. Mm-hmm. Now pour the other way, and when the arrow gets here to where it says okay on the bar thing, oh, see, you even got it perfect. Now take your finger and drag the drink to your guest. Ah. Oh, see, and she liked it. Ah. Now you touch the next guy, and so anyway, so you just it 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 literally this application. It's in a tiki bar. Mm-hmm. It teaches you the ingredients that go in drinks. You actually have to pour them. Ah. You actually have to use uh, soda water and put the shaker together and shake it, and then um, and then uh, they give you tips and all kinds oh, of fun she did things. Give and me a tip. See, and all I had to do was explain to Starshine what to do for like thirty seconds, and, and she's totally she's, talk to you anymore. She's totally got what to do over here, and um, and you can post the results of like how how many tips you've gotten like on Twitter and like Facebook and stuff like that. Um, and as you move on to the game, now again, it's called Tiki Bar, and I think it was only $1.99. Oh, I just set the drink on fire. Oh, she just did a flaming drink. <laughs> yeah. arr, arr, arr. There's too many people, I can't handle the stress. Okay, so, 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 well, but you didn't collect your tips. Oh. I'm gonna go to Del Taco now. <laughs> okay, so we'll turn that off, but isn't that a fun game? It was a fun game. It could keep so, me occupied at work. So whenever I find a Tiki app for the iPhone, I always like to tell listeners about it, and so that's a fun one. Again, it's called Tiki Bar, and you basically are the bartender. You get to make drinks. They, the recipes are real, mm-hmm. and they're drinks that you've heard of, and uh, there's, so there's flaming drinks, blended drinks. Uh, it, well, actually, yeah. I mean, if you if you aren't much of a bartender yourself, excuse me. Oh, Ooh, gross. Pa- pasta salad. Mm. Um, things as simple as a screwdriver are on there, so OJ and vodka, and things that are really complicated, like a zombie that have, you know, like 11 different ingredients. Um, and it, it teaches you what the ingredients are. And you will learn that being a bartender is not as easy as you may have assumed. I never assumed it was easy. Because people are asking for things constantly, and when people are drunk, they have no patience. Unless well, it's hell. beer or wine bar, then give me a break. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so go go on iTunes and check out the Tiki Bar app. And hey, they're not a sponsor of the show, but hell, if they want to be in... We'll play that damn app all day. We'll play it every episode yep. if, if we have to. That's all okay. we'll do. Um, uh, Starshan, you're familiar with whiskey, yeah? Yes, yes, I know what whiskey well, is. Well, and you're probably familiar with uh, biofuel, yeah? Yes, I'm familiar with fuel. Well, whiskey can actually be a biofuel. That's pretty awesome. Now, in the United States, we've been making, we've been adding ethanol to our gasoline for some time now. Yes. Because the whole thought was, well, you know, oil means we rely on a foreign country to supply our energy and it causes war and pollution and it's bad. And so, you know, they're like, well, you can make fuel from corn and mm-hmm. you, you distill it and it's wonderful. Well, then they find out that the problem with the uh, corn ethanol is that when you take into account the energy needed to actually grow the corn, pick the corn, distill it, etc., yeah. you actually haven't used any less energy than shipping oil across the world. But we're not relying on someone else. But you're not relying on somebody else. So you're not adding to greenhouse gases. It's pretty much a neutral. Yeah. But they're kind not making the profit they thought they would. But you're, yeah, and so and it's not any cheaper. Yeah. So um, so they're looking at other forms of uh, biofuel, and they found <coughs> a couple. And whiskey and rum would be two of them. So for example, when you make whiskey and rum, you use like sugarcane for rum. You use uh, um, uh, wheat, barley, mm-hmm. other things for whiskey. And uh, then there's waste left over, the mash. It's left over, yeah. and but it still has a lot of energy that's stored in it as carbon. And so now they've figured out, well, you can take that mash and you can make biofuel from it. And the, the great thing is, so a process like distillation, when you're making your rum, vodka, whiskey, etc., it is not a carbon neutral thing to do at all. Um, there are like a, a papaguayo, I think is, is one of the organic rums uh-huh. where they also are carbon neutral. So that means that they are using, um, you know, green energy and all that stuff for the distillation and all that so that, uh, they're not putting greenhouse gases into the air just to make rum, um, which is one of the few that does that. But, um, if you took the waste mash or the waste sugar cane and you used it to make fuel, 
then you start to uh, bring down the amount of carbon that's released in the process mm -hmm. because it's not waste anymore. It becomes a usable product. Yes. And so anyway, um, you're not growing a specific product like corn that is used for nothing but the fuel. You're essentially creating fuel from waste. Sure, but I mean, how, you can't really do that on a grand scale. Hmm. Unless, well, you're, unless you're doing it specifically for fuel, because how much whiskey do we produce that it's, you can take the pace of funny gas? Funny you should ask. I should. In the United States alone, people drink approximately one billion gallons of alcohol every year. That's nice. And then so how, much, how does that correlate into gas consumption? gallons. And I don't know how it exactly correlates into the gas consumption, but what I did read, because I did uh, do a little bit about this, is we could potentially, with the waste from all of the alcohol distillation that takes place in the United States. Now, mind you, a lot of, most rum is produced overseas. Mm -hmm, but we're talking alcohol. So we're talking domestic Alcohol production in the United States and the waste that is associated with it and the, the fact that it could be turned into biofuel, we could generate 5% of all of the fuel needed for this country. Now, and some people say, well, 5% isn't a lot. Well, but when you're talking about 5% of something that you use so much of, when, for example, we are adding more and more wind turbines all the time, mm -hmm. it's another, but it's still something only like 8% of our total sure. energy. So if we could take 5% of the gasoline and stop using it and get it from another source, sure. this mm -hmm. actually, um, it actually could do a lot of good. And then you get even smarter and say, well... It's it doesn't make a lot of sense to have, you know, some cars run off of biofuel and some run off of ethanol and some run off of gas and some are electric. Mm -hmm. So you take something that you say, well, this biofuel would be enough to supply all of the energy needs for a particular thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, so, definitely. So maybe it be, you know, and there were some suggestions in the article and I don't know how good Boats. they are. No, exactly. Motorboats, you know, like ski boats. No, that was no, that was was recreational vehicles, mm -hmm. and so things that are considered recreational vehicles are RVs, mm -hmm. boats, sea doos, uh, ATVs, those kinds of things. Yes. And they said those things actually use approximately five percent of all the fuel in the country. So if you were to divert it that way, and you made recreational vehicles starting oh this year now all ran on biofuel, mm -hmm. you have. A certain amount of biofuel that you can make based on the alcohol consumption of the country and you have a product that happens to need just about that same amount yes and it it could work out really well that way so i just think we have to be smarter with you know how we think about things and not just say no to things because oh well you know it's not convenient or or what have i'm really buzzed i'm really well, really buzzed that coffee was strong <laughs> And I drank all of mine, yes. <laughs> so there you go, listeners. Uh, whiskey and rum is a biofuel. It could be a possibility. Maybe if you see something about it in your area, you know, inquire about it or say that, hey, I'm in favor of this because I would like to think that after I drink my rum that the waste that was generated went to fuel my car or my ATV, my sea do Giving back to the community. Yes. <laughs> Through alcoholism. The more you know. <laughs> uh, Starshine, you're familiar with Google. I know what Google is, yeah. They they used to have a like a slogan that said, don't be evil. Really? Yeah, they did, yes. That was one of their mantras. What's wrong with being evil? Was don't be evil. And now they actually want to become evil. Oh, I see. And so I don't I don't know if a lot of listeners have heard about this, but it could affect people who listen to this podcast, and so I thought I'd bring it up. Of course. Verizon, mm -hmm. Verizon telecommunications cellular company, mm -hmm. and Google, mm -hmm. internet company, they are joining forces to basically package the internet. The internet. Yes, into something that they can charge more for. So, for example, I do not pay a damn thing for my internet right now. We didn't for a long time, but we finally do now. This is in the last month. Oh, you're not just siphoning it off of the Wi-Fi from the neighborhood anymore? No, because the center just kept getting pissed, and so finally he started paying for it. Oh, really? But this is, I mean, the first time in seven years. Yeah. <laughs> So we, uh, so anyway, so our homeowners association pays for the internet and we get, uh, it's fiber optic connection. It's very fast mm -hmm. and, and, and we don't actually pay for it. Um, and I know a lot of people, it's now part of their phone bill or it's, it, you know, it's like Ours bundled. is part of our phone bill now. And, but what Google and Verizon want to do is they want to get together and they want to have a dual or tri-tiered system mm -hmm. where 
Uh, people could continue to get low-cost or no-cost internet, but it would be really slow. Yay! Or you could pay a premium and you could continue to get the same speed you're already getting. Or you could pay an extra premium and get the speeds that they advertised that you never got. But you can still choose another company to go on the internet. You don't have to go through Google. Well, not necessarily true because the, the thing with Google being so big mm-hmm. and Verizon being so big, mm-hmm. they could potentially, essentially have a monopoly in a lot of geographic areas. But we don't allow that. We don't allow monopolies. Well, you know what? You, the federal government is supposed to prevent things like that mm-hmm. from happening, but Google and Verizon are trying to find a way around this. Of course they are. They want the monopoly, but that's not supposed to be allowed. Right. We can't allow that. So I don't like monopolies. So, I want choice. So what I'm saying is, now listeners, for example, when you download the Zentique Lounge podcast or whatever podcast it is that you listen to, or when you're pirating all that music that you like... Um, you're probably used to getting it at a certain speed. Mm-hmm. Now, do you remember the days of dial-up? Yes. Oh, God. Yes, it was slow. It was. It was horrible. And I remember when I would set my computer on Napster. We loved the Napster. To, I would like find 10 songs I want to download, and then I would go to work. And when I would come home, I would hope that the 10 songs, <laughs> I would hope that the 10 songs were done, right? Yes. I mean, that was reality. And, and Napster, you could also watch things on, correct? What was the one around the same time that you could watch TV Oh, shows? I don't remember. Because I used to watch Stargate at work. Oh, really? But it wasn't something, it was something like Napster. Was it Real Player? Was it that no, one? No, it I was mean, something where you downloaded them where you really weren't supposed to be downloading stuff. Well, anyways. You know, but you weren't paying for it or anything. But. So, I, you know, and, 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 and things to download took a long time. Well, the difference now is you get songs in a couple seconds. Yeah. But now we download huge things like movies and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. So imagine if... You wanted to watch a movie, but you were going to have to pay for a premium download service just to watch it because the download speed that Verizon and Google came together and were giving you wasn't fast enough for you to actually watch the movie in real time. Meaning, you know how you hit play and then it stops five minutes in and it has to buffer again? That's bullshit. And And that's basically what they're trying to do is to kind of put roadblocks on the internet so that um, you would basically say, I have to pay for the premium service because I can't stand this. I can't, yeah. it, it's so horrible. And they, I think they are evil then. So if you see this in your newspaper, you see it you know, in your local area, because they're going to have to vote on this at both the federal and the state level. Um, you know, you make sure that your politicians and your representatives know that you do not think this is okay, that the internet should continue to be... Um, Basically, uh, a free for all. Yeah, it should, should be available to anyone, you and should you should have, have plenty of options. You should never be. It should never be just one choice. Um, you know, like cable TV is one of those crappy things where mm-hmm. you can have the cable that's in your area, and that's it. Yes, and it sucks. And it sucks. And if you want, if you do not want that to happen to the internet, people be reading your propositions, be following this in the news, um, because this makes it could be bad. Uh, pissy enough that I won't look up anything on Google anymore. No, and actually, you know what? I switched when when I read about this a couple weeks months ago. Actually, um, I switched my browser to Bing. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to Google anymore. And um, and I actually took the time to send Google a letter, and I sent Verizon a letter too. And I said, um, I said the, uh, I said what you were trying to do with um, you know tiering the internet access mm-hmm. uh, for America and the world. I said I think it's I think it's inappropriate. I think it's wrong, and I think it. Uh, it, it's against free speech and free access to information. Mm-hmm. And some people are just purely looking for information. I mean, we're talking about kids doing homework where part of the homework could be that they happen to need to watch a movie, like to kill a mockingbird or something like that. And now they're going to have to be like, Mom, can you pay extra for this so I can watch this and study for my, you know, whatever. And my whatever. <laughs> now to I see what Scout's going to do on To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, yes. And I know, in all honesty, everyone's just watching porn. But... There could be legitimate uses for the internet good, as well. Good porn. <laughs> I'm going to have a sip of your coffee since you're not drinking it. Well, Jack's teacher has him go to certain mm. websites and play math games. That's part of his homework. And you wouldn't want to have to pay more for that, I would you? I wouldn't have to wait you know, for the, the basic one and every 30 seconds he's answering a question because it's taking that long to go yeah. through that. So watch out for the Google and the Verizon. That's all I'm saying. Now, here's another internet thing that I find interesting. Yes. Along with that coffee's really good. Are you drinking mine now? I did just have a oh, sip of yours. I did it right. Okay. In, I, I did it right in home. front of you. Um, you know that Sarah Palin. I do know who Sarah Palin is. I can see Russia from my house. Wink, wink. Um, she has a Facebook presence. 
She did a presence. Yes, a Facebook presence. And uh, she also has a Twitter presence. She has a Twitter presence. And apparently... What does presence mean? She has dozens and dozens of people who work for her yes. that scrub her Facebook and Twitter account. Scrub it. And so basically what they do is, you know, she... No, I will, I will, I will admit that... <clears throat> Her or her publicist or her manager or however she works out there. Yes. Somebody is very intelligent because somebody has she somebody. has a team of people who manage her Facebook and Twitter feeds. Okay. And they remove anything that makes her look bad. That she posts herself? No, 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 no. Or that other people are posting. She, she is coached on what she should do, mm-hmm. what she should say in response and what she should post. And she has people who scrub out anything that someone else posts that could potentially uh, put her in any negative light at all. Interesting. And so so basically, it's not free speech. So if you want to be mm. on Sarah Palin's Facebook page yes. or uh, her Twitter feed, and you want to say, you know, hey, you, you stupid bitch, I disagree with you. Well, you can't actually do that because right after you post it, it's going to be deleted mm-hmm. and no one's going to see it. Now, I don't like Sarah Palin at all, but... If it is your Facebook page, you do have the right to delete things that you don't like. Absolutely you do. Absolutely you do. So I just I just hope that enough of America and the world is smart enough to realize that if you go to Sarah Palin... Oh my goodness, I'm so gassy. <laughs> Sarah Palin does that to you. <laughs> if you go to her page or her Twitter feed, you are not seeing the whole story. You are seeing the whitewashed... She's wonderful. Everybody loves her version. Well, that's what they proposed, proposed during the uh, presidential election, of, of too. Of course, sure. and but I just think it. I just think it's interesting. So, for example, if you if you went to her Facebook page and you watched the live feed, you may occasionally catch something that you know you see and you go like, "Oh, I'm kind of surprised they put that there." But you hit refresh on your web page and it won't be there. How oh, interesting! I'm just picturing someone in the dark in a closet, just watching her <laughs> feed go by all the time. Now, I admit that on my own on my own Facebook page, you know, and I've had Facebook for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. I've deleted maybe four or five things. I don't think I've deleted anything. But for the most part, I just whatever people can say what they want. I don't yeah. care. Um, and I'm and there's a lot of times where I don't even check in for two weeks, and so I wouldn't even know. And what have you deleted? It's maybe something on Sunshine where it re- referred to your job. I have deleted that. Okay. Yes, so does that? I've also on my personal account. I remember I deleted something where um, somebody said something about what I was getting my boyfriend for his birthday. And oh yeah, obviously, that's smart. Obviously, <laughs> Obviously, that should not be there. And I, and well, now he still seems surprised when I gave it to him, so I don't think he caught it. But he is on those things much more than I am. So, yeah. like, you know, he would catch something before I do. But anyway, so I just, I don't know. I, I just think it's, it's really interesting. Now, another Facebook thing here is, um, you, you said something about exercises that you hate on Facebook. What? Oh, well, let me see. Let me think about it for a second. I just noticed that there are a lot of people on Facebook, and your partner is one of them. Who are really into running. He is into running. Yeah, and that is admirable. But they're all posting. You ran know, a marathon. Ran the yeah, LA marathon and everything. marathons they run and leading up at five in the morning to run 10 miles. Oh, and disgusting. Isn't, and isn't it great? And running th- seems to be the macho thing to do to post on your Facebook. You know, I hate running. I would rather gouge my eyes out than run. I'm not a fan of running. I, I do. Um, during the colder six months mm-hmm. of the year, I jog nightly. Um, but for me, jogging is really just a fast walk mm-hmm. while I am Facebooking and listening to podcasts. <laughs> well, but you know, like that running is the acceptable exercise to post on your Facebook to show that you are, you have stamina and you, you're in shape. Now I exercise five to six days a week for 45 minutes at a time. Right. But it's not cool for me to put on there. I was on the rowing machine for 20 minutes okay, today. Now. So you know? no, and, and, you know and I kind of, I, I, I agree. I totally agree. I don't, I don't, but you know what? No, actually, I mean, I agree with you, but I think the reason they do it is it's to motivate similar people to, oh, no, to no. continue and I think doing it. And I think it's great that they run because it's something that I wish that I liked to do, but I, I hate running. Oh, running sucks yeah. balls. And it it's horrible. Me, and so that further led me to think of the other exercises that I hate. Like? Um, spinning. The spinning class. Now, I like going on the spinning bike by myself. 
but not the class where they're like, come on, faster. Crank it up, up, down, up, down, up, down, faster. (laughs) No, I hate that. But they do have spinning bikes now where they have little computerized programs on there and you follow the the Okay, well, here is something that I think is really cool about spinning and ellipticals and and all that Mm -hmm. other gym equipment is there are now several and there are more and more coming about and the chains are getting into it. Gyms where when you get on the elliptical, the spin, the whatever, um, you are actually generating the power that powers the gym. Oh, interesting. Which is very cool. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, you're spinning, but you're you're literally helping that gym to be carbon neutral because you're powering the lights and the the, mm-hmm. the water heater that, sh- that for the showers and all that stuff. Um, and I think that's very cool. But I, spinning to me just is horrendous. I've tried it twice. Mm-hmm. I hate the classes, but if I can do it on my own and push myself, I don't want to tell me what to do i'll push you Ooh, nice but i mean i think i guess cardio is a necessary evil i don't like most cardio but i like all the gadgets at the gym and i like i like gyms you know i i've thought about this before and i was talking to um i was okay so this one time in vegas um not too long ago actually i was extremely inebriated mm-hmm. and i was sitting uh i was sitting next to an older lady and her name was marilyn and uh my boyfriend mm-hmm. he was we were there on a work trip for his his work people and they had gone casino hopping off to another casino and I stayed behind because I was on my Star Trek machine. Of course. And I wanted to play. And oh, actually I was playing Wizard of Oz and I was sitting next to this older woman named Marilyn and we just started chatting and we were, you know, lighting each other's cigarettes and chatting and blah, blah, blah. And uh, she, oh God, what was I talking about? Exercise. No, I don't think it was exercise. Running? Gyms? Oh my God. My God, you're drunk. <laughs> I totally forget what I was talking about. I was talking about Marilyn and we were in Vegas. And your boyfriend was at a different casino. And, and he was at a like, different casino. It had nothing to do with exercise? I think it did. Oh about no. how you like the gym better than going outside? I don't Oh yes, yes, yes. We were talking. Marilyn, she was talking about how she was um she she wanted to lose a lot of weight and she's very proud of herself for losing weight because I noticed that when she ordered a drink um she was ordering just the shot which i had never seen anybody do at the slot machines before because Uh normally you'll you'll order like a coffee and baileys or a glass of champagne Mm -hmm. or a glass of wine or Mm -hmm. a a cape cod or a screwdriver or something like that and she said could i just have vodka neat Mm -hmm. and i actually I didn't think that they would bring it to her. Mm-hmm. They did. Well, that's They nice. brought her a shot of vodka, but they put it in the full-size glass. Yeah, so it was a little bit of vodka. Right, bit. right. And um, and she would just sip it through a straw. And I was like, I said, do you really just like the liquor that much or whatever? And she's like, no, I'm sure they're giving me like bottom shelf, you sure, know, crap sure. vodka. And she said, but, you know, one of the places you get a lot of calories from is mixed drinks. And yeah. so, and, and since I come to Vegas, she said like five or six times a year, um, I gave up my mixed drinks. And is so she, I just have this. Is she on Atkins or just looking for calories? Uh, I don't think she said. and But I, she really put a lot of thought in this. And she's like, I don't have the time to go running or jogging. Mm-hmm. So I just make sure I never eat the calories that would ha- make me have to do that in the first place. Yeah. And that's, and, and, oh, so this is where I'm going with this. So that's where we are in society. You know, in the past, we had to do much more physical work. And we don't now. We didn't necessarily mm-hmm. have to run or jog, but we had to do physical work all day long just mm-hmm. to make a meal, just to get places, just sure. to, and we just don't have to do that anymore. So now, just by eating a normal meal that contains the same number of calories that we may have eaten a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. We aren't doing that physical activity that offsets, you know, keeping us from becoming obese. And um, and so, you know, Marilyn kind of made me think about that. And so for me, half of the year, especially during the warmer months when I don't like to exercise because I hate to sweat. Yeah. I just really watch everything that I eat. Mm-hmm. Then you get to the colder six months of the year and I like to eat, especially the pies and cakes and chocolates yeah, and the like holiday stuff. I do. And so I jog for like those six months of the year. Mm-hmm. And that's my, my uh, uh, what do you call it? Well, it's, it's my give and take. I have to do it it's because necessary I, I don't want to get fat. Mm-hmm. So I, I just do it. And then come the warmer time of the year, I eat less mm-hmm. and I don't have to do it. And I think probably for the last two years since the gym opened at school, I've worked out five to six days a week for two years. And even if I'm sick and I don't want to at work, I still make myself go to the gym and get on the damn treadmill. For 40 minutes and just walk. Yeah. I don't feel good. Walking is great mm-hmm. exercise. Now at work, I park a half mile from where I work. Yeah. 
I actually park where I work, but I work at such a big place mm-hmm. that you walk a half mile. And actually, that's good. So, I mean, guaranteed, I walk at least one mile per day just to and from my car. Mm-hmm. Plus, I walk a lot at work. Plus, you know, then I jog. And so, I mean, it's kind of easy for me to, to get that exercise in. And listeners, you know, this is a show that we talk about drinking a lot and stuff like that. And this booze, it's got a lot of calories, a lot of calories. in it. calories. You will never tell me, or you'll never hear me telling you, go drink those yard drinks. There's nothing but sugar in those. Yeah, they're gross sugar and alcohol, too. and it's terrible. Um, we we like to focus on the stuff with you know fresh fruit juices and uh, you know like we're having a coffee drink today, and it's just it's coffee and booze and a little whipped cream. Mm-hmm. And what could be better? I mean, we're getting a little protein in the whipped cream. And we're not talking about a Starbucks amount of whipped cream. We're talking about a little bit of whipped cream. Yes, just a just, couple tablespoons. Just, just a little dollop. Now, yes. talking about calories that are just pointless. I had a very long week I at know. work, and so um, new position. I had to do. I had bought something that I have not bought in a really long time when I was at the grocery store a week ago. Mm-hmm. I bought a jar of Nutella, ten thousand calorie Nutella. Is, is is there that many calories? Do you know? I don't. It's something obscene, though. So uh, Nutella is what nut is it? Is hazelnut. it hazelnut? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Nutella is peanut butter made with hazelnuts. Very popular in the UK and Europe. Not so much in the US. But Although I just started seeing the commercial for. Have you seen the Nutella commercial? They just started playing. Yeah. Them. No. I think that's why I bought it at Where the store the other saying, week. You know, give your children a healthy breakfast and give them yes. Nutella every morning. I'm yes. just laughing. In Nutella. So Nutella is basically peanut butter with chocolate mixed in. Yes. But now it's chocolate powder and it's not milk chocolate, so it's not really adding very many calories. And it is adding antioxidants, actually, because yes. uh, non-alkalized cocoa powder uh, is actually very full of uh, antioxidants. But it is fattening shit. It is fattening. And so over the course of a week, I each night I was coming home and having a big spoonful or two. Mm-hmm. And we're talking tablespoons, people. Yeah, big spoonfuls. Of Nutella. Tasty, tasty Nutella. And I would just lick it off the spoon like a lollipop while I was watching like 30 minutes of TV before I went to bed or something I have like to that. put it on the top shelf of my cabinet because this little senator likes it so much that he will climb up onto the counter. And eat the Nutella? To get into the Nutella. (laughs) And first I'll hear him in the dark in the kitchen rummaging for a spoon, and then I'll hear him climbing. (laughs) And if he can get to it and get it in his mouth before I get over there and yell at him, he's in there with a spoon eating out of it. So I hide it on the top shelf. As you should. As you should. Well, so... Are there any other foods that are like that for you? You like, know that peanut butter is like that for me. But, what, but any others? Like if you, if it's uh, around, you're yeah, going to eat it? Um, salt and pepper potato chips. Oh, yeah. Or those buffalo wing pretzels. For uh, Even for, more so those buffalo wing pretzels. For me, it's Pringles. Mm-hmm. I can't stay away from the Pringles. And for whatever reason, if... And this is recent because I did not used to go gaga over this. If there's a box of chocolates... I like C's candy, especially C's candy mm-hmm. nuts and chews. I like the soft centers. Oh no, mm-hmm. I like the nuts and chews, and uh, and and my boyfriend doesn't eat them because he's allergic to nuts. Yeah, and so the, the nuts and chews just sit there. I can yeah, take as long as I mine. want, or, but I will eat that large box in three days. I can, you know what? I can be surrounded by cake, cookie, ice cream, and I won't touch it. But if it's if it's chips. I'll eat. I'll eat a bag of chips. Yeah. Oh, Cool Ranch Doritos. Those are banned oh, from my house. Oh my god! Cool I haven't Ranch had Doritos. those in my house in two years because I'll eat a whole bag of them. Well, we're at the end of the show. I'm hungry now. I am hungry as well. <laughs> Let's dip some Doritos in Nutella. We're gonna, we're gonna have to do something. <laughs> I used to dip Cool Ranch Doritos in applesauce. Oh, that is disgusting. I it's, used to dip my French fries not. in milkshake. Listeners, we're so happy that you could join us for this uh, drunken coffee grog rant that we just went on. Now, the podcast is about a lot of things, and and some of them are tiki, and some of them are zen, and some of them are just uh, bitching and um, complaining about religion, as apparently the listeners would like to hear more of. And we're happy to do that. And if you are an artist out there, uh, a band, for example, or you are a friend of one, and you think that your music is appropriate for this show and you'd like us to play it, well, you should send us uh, a note or an MP3. If it's uh, surf rock, uh, exotica, it sounds tiki-ish, it makes you feel like you're in a far-off tropical destination. Wrap this up, come on. It's probably the the kind of music that we'd like to play, and you can send us a note and send that to mail at zentikilounge.com, or you can just go to zentikilounge.com and find out all about us. Um, you know, I believe our next episode is going to be our Halloween episode, and that's always a fun one. Yeah. We I will, have uh, to start getting my we'll, costume We'll ready. get out the Takata and Fugue, and we'll get a little spooky on you. All I have is a wig so far. Hey, it's a start. Yeah. I don't have anything yet. I, oh, my, yeah, I, wait, well, who am I again? I'm Mrs. Howell. Oh, 
you're going to be Mrs. Howell. I think so. Oh, you guys, I see. Or am I Mr. Howell? I don't know who you I are. don't know. I don't know. And and uh, Starshine is going to be Ginger. Yes, I already We're heard. doing the Gilligan's Island, people. I mm-hmm. think you've heard that before, but anyway. So you know how to get a hold of us, and uh, go leave a review on iTunes. We, we love it when you do. And, uh, well, we'll see you next time. Yeah. So until next time, mahalo. mahalo. Hey, wait a second. Before we go, here's a little something from Arthur Lyman. This one is Jungle Drums from the Taboo album. Hope you enjoy it. See you back here on the podcast next week. Thank you.